BRP Charles, delivering rapid results in difficult business situations since 1996. I'm Peter Limbs, I'm a financial journalist. I'm talking to Peter Charles. Peter, you've just come from a meeting with a turnaround client. What's your view of the state of the turnaround market? I guess the state of the market is everybody thinks that turnaround should be big business at the moment, but actually nobody's seeing it. So when I'm talking to the insolvency practitioners, they're completely surprised that they're not ranked with business. Equally, um, when I'm talking to turnaround practitioners, they're also finding that they're not getting much business either. So why is that? Well, the, the answer is, is, I think, the same as Greece, I suppose. And that is, is what is it called? It's called tend and extend. So let's pretend that we're credit worthy, extend some more credit or extend the time and not, not face up to the issue. The other thing that seems to be happening is, is that the number of companies that are actually being struck off, not the ones that are being liquidated, but the ones that are being struck off, uh, has gone up to an all-time high recently. Now, there's some peculiar reasons for that in terms of the way it's being dealt with by a uh, company's house. But there is a suggestion that instead of liquidating their companies, entrepreneurs are simply closing the doors and walking away and, and not, not actually closing down the company. And that would explain why the IPs are quiet and it would also explain alongside kind of extend and pend uh, would explain why we're just not seeing an upturn in business for insolvency practitioners or turnaround people. Okay, extended pretend is a great phrase. Who's driving that? Is that the banks or the companies? What, what's the banks saying on, on all this? Well, it's, it's that, that's a good question and not, not one that I've been asked before. I think probably it's the banks. I think that the last time I saw conditions like this was, was 2002 um, when the world banks, all of the, the central banks in the world were reflating the economy um, partly because of the events of 2001. Um, and what happens is the banks just let the belt out, they let the overdraft go up to maximum, they just allow people just to roll over the loans they've already got, and it makes the, the entire economy very quiet. I think probably with the level of uncertainty that's going on at the international level, both in the US and in the UK, in the US with their hitting their debt ceiling in, and the UK and in Europe with uh, all of the activities around the euro, if I was a banker, I would be pretty cautious. The other thing is that the banks simply aren't lending. So if you've got collateral or you've, or you've got a good business, people are always reporting to me that the banks simply aren't lending. Okay, well, let's move away from the banks for a second. Let's go back to the entrepreneurs. You say they're, just, they're not closing down business properly. They're, they're just walking away from that. Explain that in a bit more detail. Well, the idea there is, is that if, 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 if a relatively small business gets into difficulty, instead of the directors spending money tidying up their affairs, uh, if they find that the business just isn't worth it, they might just quietly go and get a job. They might quietly just close that business down and retire. And what they're not doing is finishing it off. They're not finishing it off with a formal uh, insolvency. Uh, and the creditors are finding that they're not going to spend time going into the courts trying to get money when they know there is none. So there's no pressure to close these companies down. The other possibility is actually is there's a new turnaround industry growing up in the business. So as it were, the old guys with grey hairs aren't getting the business and, and a new a new set, a new cadre of, of turnaround managers that might be growing up who are actually much younger than the ones now. So it could be that the next layer of management down is getting stuck in and it actually is turning the companies around, but doing it from the inside out instead of bringing in outsiders to it. Peter, presumably you see a value in traditional turnaround. Are other people failing to see that value? Okay, the key, the key issue the key, the key issue here is, is that the client has to appreciate there's some kind of problem that they need to deal with. So... Um, the absolute traditional turnaround is 
either what you might describe as a Trojan horse or you might describe it as it's, it's forced by the banks or it's, it's certainly forced by an external party. So the traditional view is that the management team that got a business into trouble is psychologically incapable of getting that business out of trouble again. So in other words, they're just not capable of changing their minds about the thing that caused them or that caused the business to get into difficulty in the first place. So the traditional view then has that the, that the bank or the financial institution or very occasionally the shareholders will force management's hand uh, and quite often the turnaround practitioner goes in with an, an enormous amount of power to clear down the, to clear down the board um, and then uh, just basically fire everybody, go to the next layer down, start again and you rerun the company from the top down. It's possible that one of the reasons that management teams today don't call in traditional style turnaround practitioners is because they think that's what's going to happen to them. And therefore, at the point that they do, they've either left the business so long that it's very, very difficult to turn it around or they've completely had their hands forced by the banks. In an environment where the banks are cautious about pushing management into, taking, into making changes, they don't want to be seen as the ones who are causing the economy to go down they're under an awful lot of pressure to lend more so having you know headlines where the banks are actively taking money back would be a very very bad thing for for the pr for the banks so i think in that in that environment the pressure is not on the management team the if there's pretend extend going on if they're just being given a little bit of latitude in the way that the debts are going uh, being dealt with then that allows more to go on and then if the management team themselves are concerned that the turnaround practitioner is just going to come in and fire them or blame them then actually there's very little incentive for them to uh, to call in somebody on, on turnaround side. You can't say the banks are being too soft, are you? Because clearly in previous recessions, banks have been accused of pulling the plug on decent companies too early and uh, refusing to, you know, demanding overdraft back at um, the moment's notice, etc. So are you saying the banks are now being too soft at this stage in the economic cycle? Well, OK, that's, that's, a, that's a very, very big judgment that we have to sort of look at, you know, at, at the kind of the geopolitical level almost as to whether the banks are being too soft. Whether, whether or not it's too soft, well, OK, let's put it this way. From the perspective of a turnaround practitioner, the banks are being too soft because certainly not me, because I take a different approach, which we'll talk about in a moment. But certainly for the traditional turnaround practitioner, the banks are being too soft. Otherwise, it'll be busy in the middle of a recession. Peter, you've got a slightly different approach to turnaround. Can you explain that? Well, I guess in the end, uh, the traditional turnaround person gets most of their work from the banks one way or another. It's formal through around banks. Uh, I get most of my work from referrals from other entrepreneurs, from other business people, and from other people I've worked with in the past. And therefore, I'm, I'm always on the company side. And I've always taken the view that if you can get somebody the right kind of information, you can get them the right financial information, and that financial information is supported by the, the right kind of non-financial information and presented in a way that people find it easy to understand, the thing that they were refusing to do before becomes the thing that they're then prepared to do. So the, the blind spot that they had before, it then becomes visible, at which point you don't need to change over management. So, so it's that the management aren't, aren't then at threat from uh, the turnaround person coming in. Another thing is that, that to the, the, the issue isn't whether or not I look good, the issue is whether or not the, ma the management of the business look good, they can turn the business around and I can quite step out. So there's two different things. One is I don't subscribe to the view that uh, the person who got the business into trouble is incapable of getting it out again. And secondly, I don't get most of my business from banks. And therefore, there isn't a kind of a soft conflict of interest going on inside the business.
Fine. So when should companies come and talk to you if they think they've got a turnover issue? In my experience, people will only come and talk to me when they're more scared of the problem they are of me. So, so there is a sense in which when there's, a, when there's a turnaround to be done, something has to change. So actually, people should come and talk to me once they've arrived at the point that they realise that something has to change. Peter Charles, thank you. We are Peter Charles, delivering rapid results in difficult business situations since 1996. For more information and podcasts like this, go to petercharles.com.